This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in. WIP Daily, Joe Giglio with you on a football Friday. The, this is the first football Friday of the WIP Daily Podcast. And I, I, look, I can't wait. Last night, awesome watching Thursday Night Football, the opener. I think that Lions team is for real. Uh, I do not poo-poo a victory in Arrowhead. Patrick Mahomes before last night had lost nine total home games, including the postseason. Since he became the starter in 2018, that is an impossible place to go play and win against Mahomes. I know Kelsey wasn't there and all that, and Chris Jones, but that is a big-time win for Detroit. They're a force. They're, they're coming in the NFC. They will be a challenge for the Eagles. But let's get to week one. So every Friday what we'll do in a kind of a preview show, and, and I today I'm, I'm really thinking it might become a theme for this season, but X-Factors. The X-Factors for the Eagles and the Patriots game on Sunday, week one. We know the Eagles are about four-point favorites over at FanDuel, and they are expected to win this football game. I have felt from the moment the schedule came out, this is a very tricky game. It is a very tricky spot. If this is week eight, week nine, week 10, week 11, I feel way better about it. I, I hate going to New England in week one with Belichick, extra time to repair, and all that kind of stuff. So let's get to it. I've got five X factors that are going to decide this football game. Um, and number one, and, and it starts and ends here, is Bill Belichick against Brian Johnson and Bill Belichick against Nick Sirianni. In effect, because we know Sirianni is an offensive coach and is in on that planning during the week. And again, Bill Belichick against Jalen Hurts. So I saw an interesting um, video over the 33rd team, which is a cool website. Joe Banner and a bunch of former NFL executives and coaches put together a site where they you know, they talk about the game. And it comes from a, a kind of a different perspective. It's, it's not so much like when you hear a Mike Tannenbaum on ESPN. This is more like them going back and forth on on different things. I think it's a really interesting site and, and perspective on this. So they had Mike Martz on talking about this game and previewing this game. And he talked about how Belichick is going to have answers for the RPO, have answers for the ride and decide, and make life miserable early in this game for Jalen Hurts. And then it's about the adjustments there. And you you could just wave that off and pretend like, ah, whatever, who cares? The Eagles are better. They're fine. I don't. I mean, that's Mike Martz. And if anyone, I mean, if anyone knows what it's like to have a seemingly unstoppable offense and then Bill Belichick decode that offense in a very short period of time for a big game, it's Mike Martz. I mean, he literally lived that life in one of the greatest upsets in pro football history when the Patriots won that first group over the Rams. So I I don't take what he's saying lightly. 
And I think Belichick will have some answers for. We'll have some wrinkles to throw at the Eagles. And it's going to be about how Brian Johnson adjusts. And the other X factor here, you know, within roped into this one, is just Brian Johnson as his first game as a coordinator. You know, we this offense seems turnkey. And we'll get to one position that might not be turnkey, but it seems very turnkey. A lot of talent. Second year together for, you know, for these guys. Third for, you know, well, I mean, Hurts and Devontae go back to Alabama. But in the NFL, third with the Eagles. Two for now for A.J. Brown and Jalen. So there's a lot of continuity here and a lot of feel good about this. But I do think this is an X factor. Can the Eagles withstand the wrinkles that Belichick throws at them? And if they do have some issues early, if they struggle early, can they mitigate that? Can you know instead of a an interception, is it just a simple punt and we play a little field position game until everyone gets settled into this this game on Sunday? That that's okay. You could live with that. Or does it become penalties and longer fields and all of a sudden a turnover? Like that that's the stuff the Eagles have to avoid on Sunday to win this game. The second X factor that I have circled here is is Jordan Davis, his presence, his snap count. And his impact on this game. The Eagles drafted Jordan Davis for this football game. For this matchup. For this exact reason. He is a run-stuffing defensive tackle. He will allow, if he does his job, to the ability the Eagles obviously think he can, the Eagles to play lighter boxes. To maybe go with one linebacker or two linebackers and still control the running game. That's why he's here. And we know what the Patriots do well. And it's not much on offense. At least it wasn't much last year on offense. They run the football, and they run it between the tackles with Ramondre Stevenson. That's what they do well. And now they also have Ezekiel Elliott, and we know his history against the Eagles. Jordan Davis, when he was in the field last year, and most of this was obviously early, the Eagles did allow about one yard per less per run than when he was off the field. He, he did make an impact last year. Now he has to make a bigger impact in a bigger sample size. It's one thing to do it over 16 snaps, it's another thing to do it over 36 snaps. So this will be a major, major test for Jordan Davis, where he's at, if he's how much he's grown. And in this matchup in particular, I'm not even I'm not even really focusing yet on his ability to get up the field and maybe disrupt the passing game. I'm just talking about the, the, the simple reason he's here. He he is supposed to be and was drafted to be, and I still believe he can be a force multiplier on the defense. His presence, his ability to occupy two gaps changes the math on the defense and that changes everything for both sides of the ball. You know, the Patriots offense and the Eagles defense. Jordan Davis is the second X factor. So it's Belichick against these Eagles offensive coaches. It's Jordan Davis. The third X factor here, and I feel like it's a guy that we've talked very little about since the spring. You know, you go back to the spring and we had a lot of great experts and guests on on WIP on the midday show. And I remember, you know, listening to all of them talk, Brian Baldinger Ray Dittinger, about the Eagles and a need as we got to the draft. Because that, that was back during the whole B. John Robinson debate and all that stuff. Um, by the way, first big-time NFL take of the season I have is Jameer Gibbs is going to be better than B. John Robinson. We, we, we were going for the wrong guy in Philadelphia in the draft. You know, you know the B. John or Bus? Nah, it should have been go for Gibbs. That, that guy is electric. But that's an aside. We'll, we'll obviously more of that coming as the season goes along. But when that debate was going on, and we were talking about what the Eagles need in the first round, whether it be Jalen Carter, whether it be B. John Robinson. My thought was I wanted Peter Skaronsky, who, who went right in that range, the offensive lineman from Northwestern who went to Tennessee. And I was worried, and this was you know, even spurred on a little bit by listening to people like Ray and Baldy talk about how unsure they were Cam Jurgens could make the transition to guard effectively. Now, 
the Eagles obviously think he did because it really wasn't a competition. They gave him that job pretty early, and he never it never wavered. It wasn't really a competition. Steen really never had a chance, Tyler Steen. And he didn't even play in the preseason. The Eagles obviously felt comfortable where he's at. Lane Johnson the other day you know, said he's ready. So maybe he is. But he's also playing this position and starting in the NFL for the first time. So it's, it's all kind of a, a whirlwind on the road in a loud stadium on Tom Brady Day against a coordinator in Belichick and, and a defensive mind of Belichick that stunts more than anyone in the NFL. The Patriots stunted more than anybody last year. So Cam Jurgens will be tested and tested early. They're going to throw blitzes at him up the middle. They're going to throw stunts at him on passing downs. They're going to they're gonna make life hell for Cam Jurgens until he shows he can do it. And, of course, he's the one to test because everybody else is, is pretty you know, experienced or at least established in the NFL as being really good. You know, Lane Johnson's great. Lane, uh, Jason Kelsey's great. Dickerson is on that verge of greatness. And Mylotta is, is obviously an above-average left tackle. So there is... There's a sense that those guys are, are good and fine and no worries about them. But Cam Jurgens is a total unknown. And Belichick and company are going to come after him for early in offense. So he's got to handle that test for this offense to function at a high level. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply are my fourth X factor for Sunday. And I, and I take you back to last year, week one in Detroit. The Eagles had an awful day tackling. And, and uh, so did the Lions that day. But just no one could tackle. And it's really, it's a, it's a big thing in week one of a season. Because no one really plays in the preseason. I actually was impressed last night with some of the tackling. Particularly on the Lions side. They, they tackled pretty well last night. She's pretty good, but the Lions tackled really well. But teams just don't hit in the preseason. They don't hit in training camp. They don't hit each other. They don't hit other teams. They barely hit in the joint practices. They don't play their guys that actually matter in the preseason. So, in effect, the last time that most of these Eagles defenders tackled someone with meaning was last February. It's a long time. So, and if you go back to the guys that they have now replacing some of the other guys, it could be last January, like early last January, if the, the players, you know, whoever it is, Terrell Edmonds or whatever, didn't, you know, they didn't make the playoffs. So, it, it's been a long time, to, to put it lightly, since these guys tackled someone coming at them, trying to get out of their way. It's not a natural thing to do unless you do it over and over and over again. And these guys are obviously paid a lot of money to do it. But I think tackling, you know, could be an issue on Sunday. It was last year. And, you know, there's not many paths for the Patriots to score big points on Sunday. They don't have much explosion in their offense. Mac Jones has not shown yet to be a big-time quarterback in the NFL. I don't think they match up particularly well man-for-man man on the outside. The Eagles should have the advantage there. Like, so so you, you kind of play it out like, how do the Patriots score? Well, the Eagles could turn the ball over, could give them short fields. Okay. But, like, if the if the... If there's a touchback and the Patriots get the ball on the 25-yard line, how are they going 75 for touchdowns? And what comes into my head are penalties or missed tackles. But the missed tackles in particular on Ramondre Stevenson. Like, don't let four-yard gains become 11-yard gains. 
in the red zone, when it's him and Zeke barreling in, they got to find a way to hold those guys and not let them get from the seven-yard line right into the end zone. These are major parts of the game this coming Sunday. And in the open field, when they dump it off to Stevenson or it's a short pass to Kaseki or Juju on a slant, tackle. Tackling, tackling, tackling was an issue last year in week one. Let's hope it's not this year with a bunch of new defensive starters. And my fifth X factor for Sunday as the Eagles head to New England to take on the Patriots in week one is the weather, which I didn't even realize until yesterday that it looks like it could be a thing. It looks like they could have issues with weather and rain in New England on Sunday. I don't love this. Now, we know the Eagles are an excellent running team, and I think if it's they could go run for run with the Patriots if they have to. I mean, if it became it becomes if, excuse me, if it becomes an ugly football game, we know the Eagles can run the football. But I think that plays to what the Patriots want. I mean, if I'm the Eagles, I want this game in the 30s because I don't think the Patriots could could win that kind of race. I, I don't think they could win a shootout. The Eagles can win a shootout because they have the firepower on their side. If I'm the Patriots, I'm rooting for the rain. Muck it up. Long possessions, run the football, both sides, limit possessions, a mistake here, and all of a sudden you've evened the playing field on a matchup that Vegas thinks is about a four-point game. So I don't I don't love that it's going to be rainy. The Eagles have to handle that. And we know, unfortunately, the last time they were in on a wet field, their pass rush also didn't show up. They didn't tackle well. They didn't stop the run. And then they stopped the pass. I mean, we know what happened at the end of the Super Bowl. So... You know, it could be a weird kind of deja vu different, right? Because in Arizona, it wasn't supposed to be slippery. And unfortunately, they screwed the field up and the sod father screwed the Eagles. But it's the same thing. You slip, you slip. I mean, if you can't get your footing, you can't get your footing. Last time, the Eagles didn't handle that well. We'll see about Sunday. But I do think that plays to the Patriots side of things. If it is a messy, wet, gross kind of day. You know, the Eagles did do a good job last, you know, I think it was around last end of September, uh, early October when they played the Jaguars here in Philadelphia, and it was like a monsoon that day, and Trevor Lawrence really struggled on the elements. And I thought Jalen Hurts, after a pick six, settled down and handled himself and, and acquitted himself very well in a tough weather day. And the Eagles, you know, they found a way to, to beat the Jaguars that day and continue an undefeated start to their season. But this is, this is similar, but I just think the teams right now, like, if you tell me right now I could have nice weather or rainy weather for this game, I'm taking the nice weather. I mean, it just plays to the Eagles more, the passing game, you know, going down the field, all that kind of stuff. And and the Patriots less inclined to just line it up and run it because, you know, they're trying to keep up in more of a higher scoring game. So my five X factors for Sunday, Jordan Davis, can he stop the run? Can he really help the Eagles become a good run, run stopping team? Bill Belichick against the Eagles offensive minds between Sirianni, Brian Johnson, Jalen Hurts, Cam Jurgens because Get get ready, buckle in, buckle in, Cam. You're, you're going to get challenged in this game early and often by stunts, by blitzes. They're going to go right after Cam Jurgens. Tackling, major major thing, is tackling in this game on Sunday. Last year in Week One, it just wasn't good enough, and it, it kind of let the Lions back in the game. Eagles found a way at the end, but it, it let Detroit back in that game. And then the weather, and this is the next factor we're not going to know until until Sunday uh, around kickoff. But it seems like the the worst of the weather, as I, I do my detective work on on my phone here, my weather app, it seems like the worst of the weather could come around the end of the first quarter, early second quarter. So we shall see how both teams handle that. And as far as the game itself, I do think this is going to be a tricky spot for the Eagles. I have felt it the entire spring into summer, and now we're here week one. I I hope 
I'm I'm in front of this microphone Monday morning saying, man, I doubted that they were ready to just hit the ground running in their first game with two new quarters. I, I hope I'm saying I, I was wrong because the Eagles went out there and blew door, blew the doors off a team that some people think are going to win six or seven games. Um, but I do think this is a very challenging spot for the Eagles. It's going to be you know, a game where we're going to find out pretty quickly if that sloppiness from training camp went away, if the two new coordinators are ready for primetime, if Jalen Hurts ready to pick up where he left off, and if their offense really is turnkey. Like, boom, 30 points. Like, just don't worry about it. It's 30 points every week. My gut tells me that's not it, and this is going to be a very to the end, tight, grinding football game, 26-23 kind of football game. Like that That's what I'm feeling right now. But those are the X factors. That's my feeling on the game. We're back, everyone. I'll be on the pregame show, 2 p.m. Sunday on WIP. Listen on the Odyssey app. I'll be with Glenn Mack now and Ross Tucker. Cannot wait for Eagles football week one in New England, the start of what hopefully is and what I think should be a very, very fun season of Eagles football. Thank you so much for listening to WIP Daily, wherever you get your podcast. We'll talk soon right here on WIP Daily.